Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, I have with me best-selling author, Sherry Fernandez. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jason. Awesome. And today's topic is personal progression toward an infinite potential. I like that. Um, I actually um, was doing a meditation podcast. It was Deepak Chopra's Infinite Potential. Uh, it was like a 20, 21 day challenge. So I like that whole thing. Tell me, um, a little bit about how you came up with, uh, you know, doing that kind of industry. Like what was like your, your backstory behind? I mean, I'm assuming it's, you wrote a book about it. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good question. And it's one I like because uh, I think my, my trajectory is a little bit different. Um, I started with, um, I started in the twenties with so little and so nothing. We, my husband and I had partied away our, our um, preparatory years, I guess we were been party people. And then all of a sudden there I was wanting things and no education, no money and poorer than you can imagine. And I just said, there's, I think I can have it all. And I just need to figure out how I just need to find mm-hmm. out how it's done. So, and my husband felt the same way. We went to work on ourselves and started uh, listening to reading, even attending events when we can afford it. Some of the masters, you know, the old ones like Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn was a favor. And then Brian Tracy and a lot of those people and, Along the way, I thought, okay, this is all great, but I need a starting point. So I, I thought, 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 found some ways to actually apply in a real way hmm. the things I was learning. So tracking my daily habits, that kind of thing. And as people watched my, watch our lives, my life change, I was asked, I was invited to speak here and talk to a group there. And, and, um, I kept just, this is 40, you know, 40 years of growth. So this wow. didn't happen really fast, but we had set a goal to, um, be worth a million dollars by the time we were 40 and we're in our mid twenties at this point and did that. And so that, you know, that got some attention. So I began speaking and teaching some classes on, on personal development and working with people. Later I started a fitness business and started working with people one-on-one in personal development because once they got the fitness thing down, they realized that this, they were on a whole life, the rest of their life kind of um, program that they could do. And they were getting a handle on it. They would look for other ways to grow. And I, was pretty well equipped to help him do that. So I started doing one-on-one and still was speaking. And I don't know, here I am 45 years later. At one point, it's not time to write a book. So it's, like the def- the, so it's like the definition of a personal progression. I mean, you really yeah. spent decades <laughs> progressing yourself. And that's one of the things I always tell people is that they should always be progressing to make the, the best version of themselves or just continue to make yourself a better version of yourself. And um, in your case, you would say that you can't really achieve any true sense of joy unless you're doing that. So ex- explain to me how people can do that because people always feel stuck in their lives, especially post-pandemic, everyone is definitely feeling stuck. So how do you achieve that sense of joy um, by making a better version of yourself? What are some of the steps you took in those 20 years? Well, first of all, I would say uh, to help understand the concept is I think we all, you said it, we, we feel, a lot of people feel stuck. We know that we're not happy when we're stuck, when we're not moving forward. And there's no such thing really as being stuck. We're actually backward sliding, right? Because you can't, everything's got to be living or dying. But when we're not progressing, we know it's not happiness. And, of course, on the opposite side of that, when we are moving forward, it's we're happier. What you say is a real problem. We think, especially in our media-driven world, that I, I need to get from where I'm at right here to way over there. Like, if I just lost the 20 pounds or I got, I'd need a new job or if I had an education. And we think that there's some kind of magic thing. Just some, If we just have the right formula, we can make a big leap forward. 
but there are no big steps. There's just yeah. little consistent steps forward. But the thing that's so cool about that is the joy comes in the first step and they compound. It's not like a, a one road, one step after another. The more we do those forward steps, the more they, they kind of fan out and compound where we, we grow faster and faster and faster and faster the more right. that we do. So if somebody feels stuck, I say just take the first step. Take well, the habit you want and start today. Well, plus like, you know, you're mentioning the first step and then the step after and continuously, you know, being consistent about the steps. And I think at least for me personally, as I'm doing that or as I've done that in the past, I start to notice that it just gets easier and easier and easier to achieve more personal goals or uh, continuing to be a better version of yourself until you get to a point where you're happy with where you're at. And then you can start speaking about it to people and telling them how to do it. And it sounds like that's what you did as well. So let me ask you a question. So um, how do you know what your potential is in the first place? Because like there's people out there who they might have an idea of what they want out of life, but they're like, but how do I know I can do that? Or how do I know what it is I'm supposed to be doing in the first place? Like, how do you figure that out? (laughs) Well, by definition, you don't, because it is infinite. We can't understand something that's infinite. But uh, this is what kind of, this is what powers me is, and just, I mean, it just never ceases to amaze me the potential people have. I'm working with people that, and, and they can do so much so quickly with a little bit of direction. The power, the potential we have is will surprise ourselves and we'll continue to surprise ourselves when we move forward. Uh, you said something that reminded me of this about moving forward, but um, it's like almost addictive too. You said the more you do, the more you can do. Yeah. Also, the more you want to say, that was cool. It's like my clients who would start finally get a handle on their, their physical. And then they'd be like, this is cool. What else can I do? I want, right. I want to work on my budget. You know, I want to work on my marriage because this is, this is good stuff. Yeah. Um, it just, and, but it's got to start with a step forward, but it's just, it's so worth it, right? To just get off the couch, put down your phone and do something and then just move on from there. Yeah. But some people, you know, I mean, I, I've personally known people who don't really know, maybe they don't know themselves, right? Maybe, they they haven't discovered what their true potential is and maybe that's why they want a life coach maybe that's why they need some some help to kind of get nudged in the right direction or maybe they just don't have like the kind of tools or creativity needed to progress yeah so that that's the those are the people that I'm assuming are watching or listening to this now and are looking for advice on how can they make that first step Yes. Yeah. And you know, if you have a good coach, I don't think there's a lot of really good ones. That's like, I really do. All right. Think well, that's why we need some I tips I, from you. I wish I could, I could um, work with everybody because it's true. You know, people come to me and they'll say, I'm just confused. I don't know where to start. Right. It's so little effort to, to direct it. I just have to talk to them for a little bit. And I say, sounds like maybe this, you know, what would you, like, what would you say to somebody? So let me hear it. What would you say to like, what's, give me an example what? of something you told somebody. I would talk to them first and find out kind of what they, cause I, I don't want to set goals for somebody else. But usually I, I ask them to start with the big dreams. List. What are the things you could accomplish? I want 50 items, big things you'd like to do in life, just to get them thinking big. Then I ask them what habit would they like to have in their life? Like usually it's pick them up a pool and I suppose we'll pick one to three habits to start with. Yeah. My, a lot of people want prayer. Almost everybody I work with want that one or meditation or working out or getting up at a certain time. Uh, they're usually out of that kind of a pool of habits. And then we, when we, we work on it, I show them how to track it and we start there. But if I listen along enough, you know, you're talking about, I want, they want certain things out there. If I listen, I can see when the lights light up 
and I can observe. When you talk about this, you get all jazzed up. When we talk about this other thing that you think you're supposed to be doing, you don't seem as excited. Is that true? And pretty soon we're able to narrow down what they really want. And it doesn't take very long. I'm so surprised, Jason, how quickly people, I've got a gal who's been wanting to write a novel for years since I had that line. And I've worked with her for four months. She's been for three months. She's been writing that novel. And nice. Got a rough draft. Another gal who wanted to do a Christian album. And she don't want to do that for several years. And once we determine that's really what she wanted, well, what first step can you take? Well, I could do this. Okay, let's do that. Um, it's been maybe six weeks and they've, they've got a good start on that album. Nice. And they should have their original recording done anytime. So isn't that cool? I mean, once they, it's almost they, like you're, it's almost like you're a muse. You're helping people unleash the, the, the creative juices they have and you're kind of maybe motivating them to, to get started because that's, that's a problem, right? People are afraid. Let's, isn't fear kind of part of this whole thing? Yes. Like, and what do you, yeah, what ha- is the wrong thing? Yeah. That's, so- that's just, I don't do very much magical. You know, I don't, I don't <laughs> think I'm using, I just think I observe enough. I do want to make this thing. Though. Hey, you said, the, you know, the, the gods, thing. the gods used to observe puny humans and then, you know, yeah. unleash some sort of magical juices. So I don't know. Maybe and you they are. got it inside them, right? I don't do anything. <laughs> I just observe it and notice it. And then they go forth and they do it. That's what's so cool. But when I wrote Life Mastery, um, <clears throat> I wrote it with, cause I, I wish that everybody could have a coach like that because these are ordinary people with ordinary dreams that, mo- that otherwise if they not found me, I don't know for sure that they would have ever done these things. It would have taken a long time. They just, and, and maybe they would have found a different coach. But I wrote my book hoping that anybody who really wanted to get direction, there was real tools and real things in there that they could actually, I hope it, I hope it comes across that way, that they could sort of sort it out themselves. Now, I noticed something that you wrote, and I was curious about this, because you mentioned that um, being successful or wanting to be successful and making a lot of money is a good driver for mastery. Walk me through that because I've, I've grown up from the, the perspective that wanting to make a lot of money doesn't equate success because money doesn't buy happiness, yada, yada. So you shouldn't be always chasing the dollar because then you start to lose what's, you know, true in your life. So maybe I'm misinterpreting this. Take, walk me through what you mean by that. Well, Let's first, you know, say right up front that uh, people can be miserable and rich and miserable and poor. Or exactly. Happy and rich and happy and poor. Exactly. But it is one of the it is one of the things of life. It, it is a thing in life. We have it's a tool, and we can do so much good if we have it. If we can't have it, it's really hard to work on ourselves if we don't have the financial. So it's one of eight areas. It's just one. It's not more important or less important than any of them. We're physical, our spiritual, our financial, our vocation. It's just one piece of a bigger puzzle. Yeah. So many that times, they, you, you, yeah, when we refer to people as successful, that we're talking about this as a successful person. It's usually about money, but really a successful person has good relationships. They have a spiritual life. They're in good shape. Um, they've got, they're well educated. They're working on themselves all the time, right? That's a successful person. And the money is just one factor. It is certainly not a bigger factor than anything else and or you, smaller. And you used a word that I really like, tool. You said money is a tool. And I believe that same thing. Um, the saying of money doesn't buy happiness is true. But you can use money as a tool to make things better for your life or others' lives as well. Right. Versus, a, you know, a, a main driver behind things. So I really like that a lot. Now... I'm sure being a life master and like unlocking 
potential requires a ton of routine and habits, right? So what are some of the habits that you would tell someone who's coming into your office, they're schlepping in there, they are depressed and miserable, they don't know what to do next. And you say, these are like the top five habits you need to learn to to really start changing your life. I don't tell them. I ask them, but I guide them. Okay. Well, you're you're telling me. You're you're telling me. They're going to have to. They're going to have to do something uh, to work out. They're going to have to be physically fit, and so they have to have something in that realm. Exercise, fitness, health, wellness. It's kind of fundamental. When I first started, I thought this is spiritual. You get the spiritual in in place, then the physical will come. I've learned that the physical for most people is the thing they got to master first, and then they know they can do the other things. Besides that, our body is the instrument that we work with and we feel with and we do with. So we need to get our instrument all tuned up. So make sure they're doing something physical. There's something for their mindfulness or their spirituality so that they're they're praying or devotional or they're they're meditating, that they're doing something like that. Eventually, we'll get there. I don't start. I let them pick first. But I eventually will get them there. Um, education. I have a lot of young people. That, one thing I do is I make my available self available. and My husband does the same. Or just somebody calls, can I just pick your brain and we'll go have, buy him lunch and, and talk to him. So a lot of young people will say, give me one tip for success. Read in your field for a minimum of 30 minutes every single day. Most people don't do that and you'll mm. be a master within a year or two. So that would be one that I'd say if you, if you're whatever. 30, you're, 30, 30 you minutes a day. 30 minutes minimum of day in your, in your Re- field. Reading, reading about the field you're in, whether it's mm-hmm. publications, books, articles, yeah. you know, just learning about yeah, it. Yeah, depending on what your field is, you know, usually I like to guide people towards books, but some are changing so rapidly that they'll have yeah. to read other kinds of things. And then some other kinds of education, you know, you want a spiritual education and you want to read a little fiction. So I try to encourage people to read other things as well. So that's, those, those are fairly major things getting out of bed on time if that's a problem being on time to events if that's a problem so so daily routine in terms of just scheduling scheduling it's all about what you do every day that's who you become and um that people talk a lot about the the law of um um attraction as this one gal i saw on facebook she said i'm sitting on my couch every day manifesting money falling into my lap <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> right right the secret it's who we yeah. be- the law of attraction is this it's we become something as we move towards something we're also becoming something and it pulls us because of who we're becoming it pulls that thing towards us we still right. have to do the work to move towards it but it's who we becoming that will draw it so what you do every day is who you're becoming and i i know people think i'm really hard for but if i'm committed to how that i'm committed like 100 percent Every yeah. day, every day, every day, yes. you just do it. You're preaching and it doesn't to the matter choir. if it's Christmas, and it doesn't matter if you don't feel very good. It doesn't Thank matter you. if you go degrees outside. <laughs> Thank you. I, you, you know, I, I, I'm preaching to the choir here. Every single tip you just gave me, I've been following for one or two decades now, and I thought maybe I was a little strict on myself, but it sounds like I'm not. It sounds like no. I'm doing the things that you teach your clients. And now I feel much better knowing that I'm doing the right things. And then when I try to help my friends or family, I'm not crazy for trying to do that. Okay. Cause I, I almost feel like I'm maybe a little overbearing on people and I might seem a little intimidating that I do this, 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 and this, and you should too to feel better. But it sounds like I'm doing the right thing. So Sherry, no, thank you. Yeah, that's it's rare air for sure because most people and it's just, there's a good case. I don't feel good today. I'm not going to work out. Okay, you can make a good case for that, and I I wouldn't argue it. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that because what I want 
I know that workout that I don't feel very good and don't want to do, that's going to be the most important workout I do all day. Yep. The ordinary person's going to say, it's cold outside. I'm not going to put my walk in today. I, I still well, go. I don't want to be an ordinary person, right? Yeah. If you want to be who you want to be, it's not about the walk. <sighs> it's about who I'm becoming, not about the weather. Love and it. so then I do the thing, right? And it's not that we're all still human and we still have times. There's still things that happen beyond our control. But to the best of my ability, I'm committed and I will do this thing. Perfect. And I won't. And nothing gets in my way. And then I have more power. It sounds self-centered, but then I have more. My cup is full. I, and the only way we influence other people is by our example, too. Right. We have to I can by teach example. more by who I am. Absolutely. And so the more I am, the more people will be drawn to me. And then the more I can help them. Right. Like you, too. You do these things, then people are going to be drawn to your strength because you have developed that. Right. And they want that. And people want that kind of strength in their life. They want people who are strong. Perfect. They can and, where, and where can people find out more about uh, what you do and your book and your website? Well, the book is both on Audible and on Amazon. And it's uh, Life Mastery, of course, Personal Progression Towards an Infinite Potential. The Sherry Sterling Fernandez. Fernandez. We say Fernandez. And uh, it's also, we've got a website, lifemasteryinfo.com. And I'm very accessible. I'm Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y, at lifemasteryinfo.com. And if you email me, I will email you back. I do awesome. that always. Um, so that's how you can get a hold of me. Of course, I'm on Facebook and got a Facebook page, Life Mastery Mentoring on Facebook. And that's about all the social media I can manage. So that's what I was That was great, Sherry. Thank you so much. And hopefully everyone learns something about unlocking your potential. Uh, check out lifemasteryinfo.com. Thank you, Sherry. And as always, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.